0: Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Word Show on Kolide FM. My name is Tammy, and I'm your host for the next few minutes. On the Friday Night Word Show, we seek to discuss marital and relational issues and we always try to find our solutions from the Word of God, which is the Bible. Well, I'll just want to give out a special recognition or a special shout out to the friends that I made in Namibia last week when I visited Namibia. My friends at Amazing Grace Church. Well, I just had a very blessed time with you and wherever you are listening to this uh, this podcast, I just want to say hello and God bless you and I hope that the teachings that we share will forever stay in your mind and that you will share those teachings. Well, you will remember that the last time we had a discussion, we were talking about conflict resolution part one and today we just want to finalize conflict resolution part two. And I hope that we will learn quite a lot. But before we get into our program, I just want us to listen to a nice and powerful and very uplifting song from one of my, uh, uh, the groups that I find very inspiring in Africa. And today we've got quite a number of diverse, um, pieces of music from different countries. We will start off today with a group from the country of Zimbabwe, and they are singing a song that says, Thankful. And I hope that we will enjoy this piece of
1: music. Lord, I'm thankful for your love. Lord, I'm humbled by your grace. You have been there from the start. I shall live, I'll sing praises to your name, Only you deserve all power, you deserve all power and praise, hallelujah, glorious, most high God, hallelujah. Oh, love Lord your love flows like a flood. you embrace me in your heart and you born out in your power oh, as long as I shall live I'll be grateful for your strife Only beautyties of
0: power Well that was a song from Sha Power and it says, I am thankful, O oh Lord, you deserve all praise. Don't you think the Lord deserves all praise? After the week that we've been through and after the trials and tribulations that we've come through, after the challenges that we have overcome, surely we just want to be thankful. And well, as I said this week, we are looking at the topic, Conflict Resolution Part 2. And I I, I just want to begin by stating out that conflict will happen. Even to the best of marriages, conflict is inevitable. But what is important about conflict is how you handle it. And you'll remember that the last time we spoke about conflict, we were saying, God has got principles on how we should handle conflict, especially in marriage. And I just want to emphasize today to say, the tips that we're going to share today about conflict resolution are not only to be used in marriage, but we can use them in our workplaces, in our social setting settings, and all these and all other facets of life. So I just want to encourage you: this is not only about marriage today, it is about how we handle conflict in other spheres of life. Well, as I said, conflict will happen to anyone and everyone it's inevitable and i just want to add that it is normal but i just want to state something statistics also reveal that many marriages either dissolve or are robbed of intimacy and satisfaction because of the couple's inability to effectively resolve conflict. So one of the most key important thing uh, points that we should learn from this is how effectively are you handling conflict? You know there's so many of us when conflict comes in in the house we are so quick and ready to say you're divorce I'll divorce you or you know I think we should go our separate ways or you know you're wrong and I'm right and you don't understand. And that is not the best way to handle Conflict and so what we will sorry about that and so what we will do is we will try and discover what are the roadblocks to resolving conflict what are the roadblocks now the biggest potential roadblock is our attitude how is your attitude when there is a conflict at home or conflict with your spouse. Now, our attitudes can severely impact how we relate to our spouse, especially if we're holding on to unresolved issues and unresolved anger and we've got resentment, you know. And so when we approach this thing, conflict, And we have not forgiven our spouse for what they did about two, three years ago. And we still hold on. We will never be able to maintain the open, caring attitude that is needed for genuine resolution. Another roadblock to resolving conflict is a lack of skill in communication. So, you see, many of us are unable to express their thoughts and feelings in a way that gets our points across clearly and respectfully and maybe the uh, disclaimer would be we've never been taught to communicate properly and so what we do is we just split out and we say i'll tell them and and so sometimes what it does it causes it gives a negative reaction and so what it does is when we do not know how to communicate it can result in anger and hurt feelings Even though there was no offense intended. You know, communication is a combination of attitude and skill. An uncaring attitude combined with poor skill can result in abuse. And listen to this. An uncaring attitude combined with skill can result in manipulation. Someone with a caring attitude but no skill creates misunderstanding so however when you combine a caring attitude with an effective communication skills you are on the road to a healthy conflict resolution now this is quite important if you've got the right attitude and the attitude that you should have is we need to come up with the solution that will help us go forward you should not have an attitude that says i should win this argument and so most of us go into Conflict re- uh, resolution with this thought: I should win this um, conflict because I'm right. He's wrong or she's wrong. That is a wrong kind of attitude. I want to prove how men are right, or I want to prove how women are right. So those are not that. that that's not a kind of right attitude. And and so with time, maybe we will learn that one of the m- most important communication skills. That is needed in conflict resolution. Is to state how you feel. How you are affected by the action of the other. And not use words that. You are like this. And you are a bad person. And you remind a person about what they did. You know 20 hundred years ago. No. That's a wrong way of communication. Attitude is important. Timing. When do I communicate? How do I communicate? And And so. Let's look at this also from a biblical point of view. How then do I, communication, how then do I begin to communicate properly? And and the Bible has got so many tips about how we can communicate properly. Active listening. Active listening is a key skill to understanding each other and dealing with conflict. Now, listen to understand. Now, the Bible then says, In in Proverbs 18 verse 13 He that heareth the matter Before he heareth it It is a folly and a shame unto him (laughs) Let me repeat that He that answereth a a, a matter Before he heareth it Is folly and shame It is folly and shame unto him. That's Proverbs 18 verse 13. So I hope that you've got a pen and a paper and you can write down those notes. So, you know, even before somebody has finished speaking, bam, you jump in. That is not active listening. Active listening is waiting for somebody to express themselves, to express their concern without you jumping in. It is important that you listen to what Your spouse or your partner has got to say. And so have active listening. And so you listen to understand. Number two, a communication skill that is important. Guard your tongue. Now that is one critical element. That is one critical point where most of us are failing. Avoid speaking quickly and angrily. Avoid criticism and sarcasm and put downs. These things are very hurtful to marriages when we just commun- speak quickly and angrily. Now let's go and look at what the Bible then says. In Proverbs 29 verse 11 A fool uttereth all his mind but a wise man keepeth it in till afterwards. Or let's read Ephesians four twenty nine: Let no corruption no, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of it edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. So, cut your tongue. Speak in such a way that when you begin to speak, your spouse will listen to you, and your words will edify them, will uplift them. I, I think it's important. And also, cut your tongue. Proverbs 15 verse 1 says, A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stireth up anger. When your spouse comes at you in anger and is shouting, soft answer, so the Bible says, it turns away wrath. You just, no. Um, could I just ask you to bring your voice down so that I can understand exactly what you're saying. When you are raising your voice like this, I... I, I you know, I, I don't understand you. I begin to feel as if we're fighting. So may I kindly request you to reduce your volume. And you will see, it will do wonders. You know, it sounds strange when I give an example like that. And one will say, ha ha, it doesn't work. Well, sometimes when you try and plant a good seed over and over again, you will eventually win. Another tip about key about communicating the right way is, speak the truth in a loving manner working through conflict successfully takes honest and truthful communication done in a loving manner remember to examine your motives would you be able to receive it if someone came to you in this manner love is a very considerate is very considerate about the other person so i just want to encourage us when we speak to one another love says If I were to say these words, how would you feel? Well, we're just going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will continue looking at tips and skills that we can use from the Bible to help us resolve our conflict. May the good Lord bless you. And you are listening to Kolide FM. You're listening to the Friday Night Word Show with Tamir on Kolide FM.
1: So sweet. And-
0: Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Word Show and I'm your host Tommy, on Gwalide FM Well, let me just clarify Gwalide FM stands for Gwalide Family Ministries for those of you that were curious Well, just before we went for the break we just covered a number of few basics We said statistics reveal that most marriages or many marriages will dissolve or intimacy will stop because we have failed on how to handle, you know, conflict. And we also identified that there are roadblocks to resolving conflicts. And we identified them as attitude and as the lack of communication skills. And so we were focused on the communication skills. And we agreed that, you know, conflict will happen. But what is important is how you will handle it. And we said one or uh, a few of the... Communication skills that we need is active listening, guarding our tongues. And we were at the point where we were talking about speak the truth in a loving manner. And the verse that we would want to use is from the book of Ephesians 4 verse 15. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him all things which is the head, even Christ. But speaking the truth in love. The truth may should be spoken Let us not hide, but let us speak in love. Love says, I care about how you feel. And the way I will communicate how I feel about this conflict, I will also be considerate about your feelings. And I will communicate in such a manner that I do not hurt you, but we build our marriage together. The other issue is, let us never resolve in anger. Deal with anger and hurt proactively don't deny it stuff it or let it turn into bitterness you know there's some people who when they're angry they say no i'm not angry i'm okay you know you know i i don't get angry and i don't keep grudges you know and i I, sometimes i listen to this these people and i say man just stop lying and and just tell the truth i'm angry i'm livid i just want to shout i just want to jump off the building you know Okay, I I'm, don't say I just want to shout, uh, jump off a building. But indicate that you're angry and you're hurt. And sometimes just always indicate. Just give me some time to calm down. And the book of Ephesians then says. Four, uh, that's Ephesians 4.26. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. And, and the Bible also indicates in Colossians chapter 3 that husbands should not be harsh with their wives and we should not be bitter against them. And the other important and critical component that we need in conflict resolution is forgiveness. Forgiveness is essential in any conflict. If you cannot forgive, then there's a problem, because how can you then pray and say, "Forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us?" The condition of forgiveness that we get from God is that we also forgive others. I know it 's a complicated and it doesn't sound a matter, and it does not sound nice as we would want it to be, but forgiveness is very, very essential. The ongoing practice of seeking forgiveness and being Forgiving is essential to a healthy, Christ-centered marriage. And Ephesians 4 verse 32 reads and says, And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. So it's important. Don't hold a grudge forever and ever, but be forgiving. Okay, disagreements will happen. That's the next point. Accept that you will not agree on everything. Forbearance, which means being, you know, patient resta- restraint, is an act of love. Forbearance is an act of love. And if he, uh, Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 to 15 says, Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. I know a lot of us struggle with the element of forbearing and forgiving one another. But all these things that I'm talking about cannot be achieved without a season of prayer, without one being connected to God who art in heaven. The greatest challenge that we have is we always want to run marriage on human fuel. And yet you'll remember I said at one point in time, marriage is spiritual. And for it to succeed, it needs to run on spiritual fuel. And where do we get spiritual fuel? We get it from God who dwells in heaven above. And so let us always be conscious of that. So is conflict always bad? No. Conflict isn't automatically good or bad. Rather, how it is handled makes the difference. Healthy conflict generates light, while unhealthy conflict simply generates heat. And and listen to this. One spouse may need to lovingly confront the other or point out areas that need to be improved upon. You know, let's give an example. For example, you can say, honey, I noticed that you haven't been taking much time to read the Bible lately. However, destructive conflict causes division and is harmful, you know, to the relationship. Because somebody, for instance, a destructive approach would be, I don't understand why you are not reading the Bible. What kind of a a father are you? Or what kind of a husband are you who doesn't read the Bible? That is not the best way to approach this conflict, you know. So I, I, I just want to challenge us to say, let us always look at how we approach this, and I just want to give us three last points, you know, that are effective, and I just want to give us the three T's: timing, trust, and transparency. Timing is everything, you know. You 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 can't just Look, you can't just talk to a person about your matters in public. That's not the right time. Or you can't just say it and start resolving conflict when the other one is not emotionally stable and ready to communicate. If you need to talk to your spouse about an important issue, don't say the first thing that comes to your mind when either one of you is angry or upset. If necessary, say, I need a little time so that I can gather my thoughts together and count down and specify a time that you'll agree to come together. Don't just say, I need time and then time turns into a week. You know, say, I just need time and maybe after an hour we'll talk. Number two, trust or lack of it will profoundly affect your ability to resolve conflict in your marriage. For effective resolution to take place, both people need to trust one another and genuinely ensure that they care about one another and they care about their relationship on that point i just want to say something about resolving conflict why is it important to resolve conflict because marriage is valuable marriage is valuable you will never understand the value of marriage until you've lost it so if you've got conflict in your marriage And you value your marriage. In fact, the value of your marriage is not determined by you or how you care about it. The value of marriage is determined by God in heaven. For God says, what what God has put together, let no man put asunder. And God is putting his stamp on your marriage to say, your marriage is important to me because your marriage reveals who I am. So the lack of trust. When a relationship lacks trust, one partner may have to risk to take the risk of choosing to trust and be trustworthy. In order to begin the process of change, it is important to remember that Jesus taught us to love our enemies. So, during the point of conflict, your spouse becomes your enemy. And Christ says, love your enemies. And Christ says, love your neighbor. Your spouse is your enemy. Your enemy can be your spouse and your spouse can be... But Christ says, love them, love them. When resolving conflict, it is important to be transparent. But real communication can only take place if genuine feelings and thoughts are expressed. Be transparent. Say how you feel, but say it in a loving and a kind manner. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the issue of conflict resolution can go on and on and on. But let me just give you the last five or so tips. Don't avoid com- um Conflict with silent treatment or by acting out your emotions. Number two, keep your resentments current. Don't go and pull out. You remember that three weeks ago? Three weeks ago, I thought you forgave me. Be willing to accept responsibility of your mistakes. I apologize, honey. I never, uh, well, I accept that I did wrong. I never consulted you when making this decision. And I was thinking of myself and I wasn't thinking of you. You know. Be willing to accept. Give each other permission to call time out. Can we stop talking? Because I f- believe we're going to hurt one another and damage one another. And finally, speak the truth in love. Speak the truth in love. And this is what I, w- uh, I just wanted to I want to encourage all married people. If you can, there are a certain number of books that you can buy that will help you as married couples develop skills in conflict resolution and not only conflict resolution, in all facets of your marriage and these books, one number one it's a book written by Nancy von Pelt it's called Highly Effective Marriage, I've read this book in actual fact last week, I sat down and I read this book, this book had uplifted me in so many ways and then there's another book that says to couples enjoying a stable life-long relationship. Try and, and I'll give you the contact details of where to get these books. And then there's another one to have and to hold. Get hold of these books and these books will uplift you and they will encourage you. So if you want to get hold of these books, you can approach the Home Health Education Services. There's an office near where you stay called Home Health Education Services. But I'll give you uh, a number. You can contact a guy by the name of Tuff and his name and his number is 072 193 8623. 072-193-8623. 072-193-8623. And the home health education services can be found in any city within Southern Africa. Or let me say Africa, I'm not sure. But if you get hold of TAF, TAF will give you more details. So I will list those books again um, that you can read as a married couple and read them together. Highly Effective Marriage uh, to Couples and To heaven To Hold. These are quite powerful books that will help you in conflict resolution. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tommy and I've been your host for the past few minutes. And we've been talking about conflict resolution. Can I encourage you as husband and wife? Pray, pray, pray. Before you get into conflict, pray. When you get into conflict, you are ready to handle conflict. Don't handle conflict without prayer. Because if you don't, do, if you don't pray, then you will hurt one another. Well, we sign off on our show um, by listening to a song from a group called The Promise from Zambia, and um, you can get hold of our podcast on Anchor forward slash Golide FM, or you can follow us at Golide FM on Twitter and listen to that uh, podcast and share with your friends. Well, I want to encourage you, please share this podcast with your friends, help them resolve conflict much better. And we've shared quite a number of uh, small videos that you can use to resolve your conflict. And you can find that uh, those videos on our Twitter handle at Golide FM. May the good Lord bless you. Until we meet again next time. Well, during the week, I'll send out a um, a message to those that are on my broadcast list. And if you want to be part of that broadcast list, send your cell number to qualityfm at gmail.com and we will add you to our uh, broadcast um, group on WhatsApp. May the good Lord bless you. My name is Tammy and I'm signing off. And the next voices that you'll be hearing are from... Kusakantoala,
2: minkaya, maturamu, chechekele,
1: yebukisha, harwandi, amfui lilipaka lofali, oh, yesu.
2: Let them well fundé, they are well fundé. No kutumbululu, no kutumbululu, no kutumbululu. They are well fundé. They are well fundé. They
1: I don't know what should <laughs>
2: ja chama yeah amonza nzamo nse oh 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 oh
0: Friday Night World
1: Show will turn on Quality Avenue.